Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. What is going on, agency owners? In this video and episode, I'm going to be walking through something that I call the Fab Five. Now, the Fab Five is a structure or a process or a set of processes that any agency that is doing more than $2 million should have for freaking sure. I just set this up with a $25 million annualized revenue agency. They're a client. And they are, they've been missing the buck on so many things. They have 60 employees. And I mean, they're doing these things, but they're not, they're definitely not doing two of them. They're kind of doing one of them. So I call this the Fab Five. This is a structure that will enable talent to perform higher due to visibility, due to accountability, and just transparency. So when it comes to great organizations, every great organization has a few things. First and foremost, they have what I call benchmarks. Benchmarks are the things that define what good looks like. They have effective training that gets them there, and then they have reporting that makes performance visible for the whole organization. Now, this could be per team, per individual contributor, per department, per sub-department. There's a lot of different ways you can do this. So I'm going to walk you through the Fab Five and what they are. I already shared with you three of them. I already alluded to benchmarking. But the first thing, if you want to scale your organization, you're struggling to get cohesion and management through individual contributors, you need to have benchmarking. Benchmarking basically says, and an example with this client, I'll actually just make up an example. Let's say you're a $20 million per year media buying agency. A benchmark could be the ROAS you want per client or for the organization as a whole. So the example could be your ROAS is 5x. That's the benchmark and everything gets measured against that benchmark. So on a training perspective and on a reporting perspective, you're training up to our benchmark is 5x. Here's how you get to a minimum of 5x. Here's how you exceed it. And on a reporting perspective, Every week and every month, you want to have reporting on all the clients and what the ROAS is. And you want to have the media buyers the, and the account managers and team members and, and the departments to show the ROAS per client, per media buyer, per department, per team. And you want to see the, see the average when you're su summarizing it or giving a summation. When you do this in a reporting module, you have performance compared to benchmark. One, it raises visibility. And two, it raises accountability because now people are seeing organization-wide what's happening. So that's benchmarking. Number two is training. This one's simple enough, but if you are not training people on how to hit the benchmarks, you are SOL, shit out of luck. Most trainings don't cover how to hit specific KPIs and goals because they don't set them. And this is just an adjustment in training, but there's an expression, 1%, one degree change changes the complete destination of a flight. So if you change the trajectory of a flight, by one degrees, north or south, that flight going around the equator will land 564 degrees either north or south. This one degree shift in training by setting benchmarks in the training and saying, here's where you need to be at in 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. And after 90 days, this is how you sustain this. And this is how you actually exceed, get some accounts on 10x ROAS. This shift 
enables talent to really set very clear expectations, which enables them to have a mental model of success. A lot of it, trainings don't have that. Number three is reporting. I've already alluded to this, but the client that I was working with this week did not have any reporting on a, on a team, individual contributor, or organization and department basis. You need all of them. So for reporting specifically, I said there's qualitative reporting and quantitative reporting. So at the end of every week to raise accountability per department and per the business, you need to have the quantitative metrics, which are the outputs. So click-through rate, ROAS, revenue, ad spend, met, budget. These are very quantitative things that you could measure. There should be this per media buyer in this example, per client, per team. If you have a team of maybe five media buyers across 15 clients, you want the average of these things shown in the report, shown what the result is against the benchmark. And there should be highlighting, right? So conditional formatting, if they are exceeding the benchmark, it's green. If they're at the benchmark, you could have another form of green. If it's below the benchmark, it's yellow. Anything else is red. And then um, you want to have the business as a whole, right? So maybe it's the entire department, so on and so forth. On top of that, other forms of formatting and within the reporting, you could have qualitative, which is maybe you're measuring the monthly one-on-ones, right? So an example that I said, a quantitative thing that you could include inside your reporting is how many one-on-ones the organization needs to have as a whole per month. This is, in my opinion, when done well, the most effective people engagement process. And in this business, they had no way of tracking that. So in the report, you could just have completed versus execution, completed versus expectation, the delta. So if you need to complete 10 and you've only completed two, that means your delta is 80% and you have eight new one-on-ones due by the end of the week or the end of the month, whatever the statistic is. So you can compile all these and put this in a report. This is what you could, what I call the wash. I got that from Amazon. Reporting raises visibility. It makes it so easy to stack rank employees, makes it visible where we're at and drives just intrinsic competition, which is critical. High performers want to compete and you need to give them the opportunity to. And also you want to have a culture that's transparent. That covers reporting. If you do benchmarking, effective training, reporting, just those three, you're, and you haven't had it before and you're doing at least 2 million, you will see drastic changes within your team, 2 million annually. The final two, auditing. Once you have these things, if you see employees that are below the mark, you want to start auditing their performance or at the mark, right? So in the example here, the ROAS that we want to get per client is 5X. You see some team members or some businesses are, are at 4X, 3X, 2X, whatever the number is. What are the audits we need to do on our team members from an input perspective or from a creative perspective to see that they are doing the right input focus activities that will drive the results and from those audits, we will identify coaching opportunities. We will identify places that our team members are falling short. And when they are falling short, we will be able to coach them to the standard. Person that is coaching them should be a manager or a higher level person that the, the individual contributor is below in terms of the organizational ranking. And because they know how to drive the results, they're coaching people to the standard. Every great organization has effective coaching. These are the fab five. Benchmarking, training, reporting, auditing, coaching. If you build all five into your organization, especially if you're doing at least 2 million annually, and definitely if you're doing eight figures, this will drastically change the way in which you interact and your people interact with one another and will drive so many results that you're already not seeing and will just increase top line and bottom line.
if you are interested in getting assistance in setting this up, if you're watching this on Loom, book time with me or my team in the um, call to action button above. Or if you're seeing this on another platform, DM me or use one of the other calendar links. We are happy to help you set this up for free. And that's what we do. We help agencies scale with ease through the right processes and systems. Thank you so much. Hey, agency owners. We at How to Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients and work on leads and deal with scope creep and contractors and team members and operations. And within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations and out of the day-to-day -day management so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations and you need help getting past the seven or multi seven figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eightfigureagency.co where you can work with me, Jordan Ross, on helping scale your agency to that next level. And at a very minimum, we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business.